Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today it's week 11 waiver wire. If you've been holding on to that number one waiver wire pick all year because no one's been any good, hey, you might as well just waste it now, right? It's There's no one coming. I feel like there's nobody coming down the down the, down the pipeline here. Do you see somebody here this week, Jeff? That should come interesting, guys. Maybe. Um, Rashad Penny looked kind of interesting. That's about it. It's kind of... Uh, yeah, I mean, we've... Any guy that we name here, we've named before. I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down that's to. What, I, there's a, there are a few. If, you, if you're really looking for help this late in the season, but... Nothing to get to. I kind of think at this point, it's, I mean, yeah, if you have a guy you need to fill in this week, you're not going to have this amazing option, but this might be more about trying to find that streaming QB or the defense you need to pick up. That could win you games. So we'll talk about that in just a minute. Before we do that, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit. Go subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Fantasy Football Profit. You can also help support the podcast at patreon.com slash fantasy football profit. So waiver wire pickups for this week. You know, I'm going to say Rashad Penny, I think is my number one, but this is very risky because there is obviously the chance that he completely goes to doing nothing again next week. If Chris Carson comes back and we just, you can't predict the Seahawks backfield. It's really, really risky to kind of, try to decide what Pete Carroll's going to do next. It was not like Rick, Penny didn't dominate the backfield. Obviously he had what same amount of carries pretty much as Mike Davis did. He just did a lot more with it. The only reason this would even normally in a normal, if this was just a random player who hadn't done anything all year and he still had the same amount of carries as somebody else, we'd been in the starters coming back next week would be like, eh, it's no big deal. Just don't, it's a one week thing, but this was a first round draft pick. So that's the only reason it makes us think, Hey, they want to see what this guy can do. And 12 carries, 108 yards, and touchdown. He's definitely worth a pickup at this point. He should he should be rostered. I'm not saying he's not not going to say start him, but he should be rostered. I just don't know what he's going to do after that. Right, and and no one does. I mean, that's the thing. Mike Davis could steal the role. We we've seen this go you know many different ways. And Mike Davis himself can't be on our list, but because he's already at 45, yep. you know, point seven percent. But yeah, I mean, Rashad Penny does have an intriguing amount of value for this late in the season, especially. Especially what he did last week, um, what they want to do. They want to give him experience. You know, Seattle's fighting for uh, trying to be relevant. You know, I, I, I do. I like him. I, I don't, I think he has to be probably the number one running back pickup yeah. for sure. And really, I only have two other, two other pickups, four running backs. Uh, and to v- the very next one, um, uh, Giovanni Bernard, he might be in the uh, discussion. He is coming back off the injury. He played a little bit. He was relatively good when he did play. Uh, obviously, I'm not starting him. I think Penny is obviously better, but he would be on my list as well. Yeah, he's worth the pickup as well, especially if you're a um, mix and owner. This this is probably the time of year to start handcuffing if you haven't done it yet, and you're a mix and owner and. Geo's out there. Yeah, you probably pick up Geo. I say if you're a girly owner, pick up Malcolm Brown. You know, there's a couple other players like that out there. I think this is the time to handcuff. So Geo can have some value on his own, but he also has 
Yeah, Mixon goes down with an injury again. Gio is a, a, a top guy. He's really good. He's shown that in the past. Maybe. I guess that offense was really bad the other day. It was really bad. But, I mean, back in week three and four when Mixon was hurt, I mean, he, he was still only getting 12 and 15 carries, but he was getting in the end zone a lot. And that was 14 and a half and 21 and a half points, respectively. Um, you know, Giovanni Bernard got while Mixon wasn't in there. So, I, I like the uh, the handcuff idea. Um, especially when you're you're building out that team. I mean, there's some other guys that are kind of interesting. Okay, if, if Frank Gore didn't have a bye week this week, I would say he's a he's a bye week fill in because of what he's been doing. But he's on bye, so there's no need to pick up Frank Gore going into a bye. He's not somebody that is that worth it. So you can skip him. Elijah McGuire looked pretty decent, but he's on a bye again as well. So I don't really feel the need to pick him up. If this was a normal week, I might say I pick him up and see if maybe he takes over more of the Jets' backfield. But he's not a player that I need to pick up going into a buy. Just not worth it for me. I kind of like Josh Adams over at Philadelphia. He said now he had a nine for sixty-one and a seven for forty-seven. It's not crazy, but that's what that's over six yards of carry both times. If my math is right, it's pretty good. So he's had, in his last two games, what, 16 carries, 108 yards? So if he's a player that starts to get more volume, hey, maybe this is something to look at because it's not like Wendell Smallwood and Corey Clement are doing anything of, you know, that's worthwhile. Doug Peterson did come out and say Adam should get more carries going forward, and I think he's definitely earned that. So, hey, I would, uh, I might look at, I might look at Josh Adams. I mean, I did just pick him up in our league. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm advocating for him. But I, I really, I think I, I believe in it because Smallwood and Clement aren't really any good. They're really not. So, Josh Adams, take a chance. Don't start him yet. But, hey, maybe this is one of those guys that is in your starting lineups in week 15 and 16. Like, you know, every year there's one of these guys. Maybe this is the one. I don't know who else it is yet. There's no one else that's come up yet for me that would be that guy. So, maybe it's him. I don't really have any other running backs. No, those were the only other guys that I was thinking of. Adams was the uh, my third, and McGuire is on the short list. The only reason I would hold off on him, um, I, I, I'm very intrigued to see how he does, but even when he comes back from the bye, I think another thing you have to look at is the matchup for him. If he had yeah. a cupcake schedule, that'd be great, but he, he goes and he plays at Tennessee and then at Buffalo. I don't, I don't know if you're really going to see what he is able to do before you hit the playoffs, and that worries me. But yeah. I, I do think that he is a kind of a stash guy if you can't find anyone else. Yes, yeah, another uh, handcuffed player, probably uh, Spencer Ware if you're a Kareem Hunt owner. I'd, I'd go throw Spencer Ware on my bench at this point. And, you know, if you have the bench opening, which a lot of people should at this point of the year. He's, he's one of those to probably throw out there. I, guess, I mean, we bring his name up all the time, but, hey, might as well – Deontay Foreman, just again, it's that's a that's one of those players that he should start practice this week, coming off the bye. Lamar Miller didn't look good the last time, so it's another player to maybe take a flyer on. He, we'll know quickly probably if he's going to do anything, but I like to take the shot, and you know, there's not the options aren't aren't wonderful out here. Yeah, <laughs> so there's a, I mean, I I do I think I think if Rashad Penny. If he gets a decent amount of volume, I think he will be pretty good. There's a reason this guy was a first-round draft pick. 
That just didn't come out of nowhere. What was he? Was he the second running back taken? He was the first one after Saquon, or pretty close to it, wasn't he? Rashad Penny. Yeah. So he's obviously they saw something they like in the guy, and why not use him a little bit more here? How about wide receivers? You got a number one ad for the week. <laughs> um. Yeah and no. <laughs> I mean, I guess the guy that that intrigues me the most is Anthony Miller. Yeah, mine too. Um, I would probably be him number one, but it can go any which way. I just think he has the most upside. I would probably grab him. Um, he's on a offense that's doing very very well. I mean, it's hard to tell because everyone did really well last week. Yeah, and before that, he's. I mean, he still is only. He's not had more than five catches in a game. Before this week, his highest yardage was forty nine, but. You could look at it this way and say, hey, he's, he was trending up coming back from the injury. One for 29, two for 35, three for 37, five for 49, five for 122. He's become more and more and more involved. He's kind of overtaken. Um, Taylor Gabriel is not involved anymore. He was the one that was getting you know a lot of those catches. Taylor Gabriel really, I mean, did he get anything? I don't even think he got anything the other day. Um, I have to pull up the numbers there. And Gabriel had no nothing. He 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 got literally nothing. Anthony Miller's taken away a lot of what Taylor Gabriel was doing. So Miller, I mean, again, this was a fairly high draft pick. So I, I'm intrigued. He might be a rookie that's kind of coming on towards the end of his you know rookie year. And he's a good player. Yeah, I think it's definitely worth an ad. He'd be my. I don't really know who would be my number one, if it's Penny or if it's Miller. They're both kind of there for me. It's It basically just depends on need. And I think Miller is more likely to get some kind of volume, some kind of action. Penny, I think, will too, but it's just there's no guarantee. So I want to go Miller there. There's some, I have some other receivers, but <laughs> there isn't anything that just is a truly standout for me. I mean... I'm kind of interested in now um, Josh Reynolds, actually, from the Rams with Cooper Cup out. So, believe, let me pull up some numbers here. The last time Cooper Cup was out, I think Reynolds had a fairly fairly solid game. He went, uh, got those two touchdowns. He only had three catches, but he caught two touchdowns. They use, they're not going to just use Cooks and Woods. Reynolds will be involved. But he plays Kansas City this week. That's probably a pretty good matchup. Then it goes to a bye. So I don't see when you play him. You have to be in a deep league to actually play this guy. But, you know, I don't know. I don't even know how deep. 14 teams. (laughs) (laughs) Who else you got? Maurice Harris? A little interested in him? Yeah, I I still like him. I picked him up in in other leagues a week ago. Um, He did fine. Uh, He didn't disappear. That was a big test. Yeah. So I, I, I like him. I think the other guy that you have to look at, even though he is just always letting me down, but I think John Ross, if you're in a deeper yeah, league once again, AJ's hurt. He did catch the touchdown. But he didn't have volume. That's okay. With John Ross, that's where I get – I don't know what to do with this guy. So he's done this, what, a few times on the year. He catches these – he gets these touchdowns. He's had three of them on the year, but he's in, <laughs> he hasn't done anything. Three for 16 he had early in the year. That was his only three-catch game. He did that two and 52 in a touchdown. One, I think it was a long touchdown. And two for 39 touchdowns. Man, I don't know. He, it's funny. The touchdowns he gets, the two of them this year have been like really short ones. 
Baltimore's not an easy matchup. Man, it's I don't know what to do with John Ross. I can't I can't even trust it. I know it's worth a shot because this guy was a top pick which was a year ago. It just feels like he's never gonna get there. You know? Yeah, I mean it does. Early to say that, but usually you can tell pretty quick when he has this little production. But he's the number two right now. But can Andy Dalton actually do anything without AJ Green? I don't know if he can. He didn't show me he could do anything last week. But yeah, this is the guy who has the most potential. And so he's just, he's intriguing. And I, I just don't know. I don't know what to do with that. I kind of, I feel like I've been burned by him in the past by hyping him up a little bit and just nothing, got nothing out of him. And man, don't trust this guy. No one trusts this guy, but I don't even know if I have the potential. <clears throat> he has the potential anymore. No, I mean, the, the question, I mean, yeah, the question here is, who actually would you trust? There's no one that I okay. trust on if, this list. I say if you need a player, let's say this week, um, to just you need some points. Let's say you just need points. Okay. You have a bye week, and you just need a guy to come in and just score you get you six five six points, and just know you're not going to get a zero. You probably throw Willie Sneed in there, and he's just been especially if you're in PPR, he's a much more valuable option in PPR. Yeah. And P- because his PPR yardage does, isn't great. That's legit. Yeah. And standard, his yardage isn't great, but he's caught seven balls twice, five, a couple times, six. So he gets catches. So yeah, in a PPR league, he's actually a, a decent option for just a bye week fill-in. You're probably going to get five catches. You might get five for 50, but that gives you 10 points in the PPR league. And you feel decent about it if you're really hurting for a player this week. So that's the kind of guy. Yeah. It's not a great standard option, but. There's worse. I mean, you could. What are you going to do? People have been taking a chance on, like Traquan Smith, who then did nothing last week, mm-hmm. and he's not coming on. I'm not going to bring him up for this list even right now. I don't. I don't. I don't see it. I don't quite. I don't quite see it. Yeah, the, it's, I don't know if I would be able to do this, pull myself together to do it. But if I really did just need a few points, especially if I was say PPR or something of that nature, you know, the one of the safer guys we're talking about getting you five points remember <laughs> yeah but uh it's kind of adam humphreys yeah i mean i i know it's like the least like sexy name but you look at the last five weeks four catches for 37 seven for 76 eight for 82 two for 53 i mean he had one big game in there he had two touchdowns i don't expect that but this guy can get you eight points other than that you know he could end up with five and it's pretty safe yep um, yeah, there's not a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of players that you can th- you can start a bunch of these guys and just hope for something. And somebody might, you never know, they might do something. I DJ mean, Moore is still out there with some potential, but he's had two <laughs> weeks where he's done nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of those kind of guys. Mike Williams had a nice zero last week. He's just not, he's not coming on like I thought he would either. He's, he's just not. He's had uh, basically nothing. He looked good early on in the year, those first three weeks. He looked pretty solid. And then he's just pretty much done nothing since. So not a lot of other great options here. David Moore, remember a couple weeks ago for Seattle, we thought maybe this is going to be the new guy after he had three straight double-digit games, and then he's done nothing the last two weeks. But yeah, there's there hasn't been a lot of guys to just come out of nowhere this year. No, and I mean, really, I was hoping for Christian Kirk as well. And, and it's just he, not quite Oh, man, he almost there. threw up a, a zero last game. And the two guys I was really excited about, we're talking about Devontae Parker, 
gets yeah. hurt, probably be out a couple of weeks. And then Des Bryant, which, you know, we've talked about, but he blew his Achilles immediately. Well, it looks like Brandon Marshall's going to sign with the Saints now. Yeah, less excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> it is. It's just yeah. a very difficult place to be right now, especially in this wide receiver range. And that's why Anthony Miller makes the top of our list. Oh, yeah. Because it's kind of a just, you know, for 40% and below, is very, very difficult out there. Over at the tight end position, I'm going to recommend absolutely nobody. So move on. I was going to say, is there anyone whatsoever? Chris Herndon, if I had to pick one under under 40% owned, Chris Herndon, maybe. That's about all I could actually see myself you recommending. You want to do <laughs> Nick Vanette? I mean. It's, one for eight yards yeah, and a touchdown. I mean, it's a, it's a big risk. Yeah. It really is. Um, actually, okay. How about, about Jeff Hewerman? Yeah, I was going to say, what about? He's probably, well, he, he had a big week before his bye week. Yeah. And so we don't know if that's just a one-week thing or not. So he's, that's probably the one if you're going to look for, you know, a real <laughs> shot in the dark. Just take a chance on a guy. Maybe that's who you go with. Yeah. Ricky Seals-Jones is actually decent if you need some points because he probably gets targets. Not all. He doesn't do anything much, but yeah, nobody else there at tight end. What about quarterback? Is Lamar Jackson, if Joe Flacco doesn't play, which is no one quite knows right now the injury situation with Flacco. So if Lamar Jackson were to play going against Cincinnati, who just did nothing against the Saints and fired their defensive coordinator after the game. He's been terrible. I mean, is there any scenario where you take a chance on Lamar Jackson without knowing anything? With, <clears throat> yeah, actually, sadly enough, there is. And this is a very big if, right? I mean, you would have to have – I'm trying to think who you would have to have in order to not <laughs> believe in him. But yeah. Lamar Jackson has a lot of upside because of his running ability. And if you can't take him out for Flacco, right? If Flacco isn't benched, if he's hurt, yeah. and you don't have any other option, you have to keep chucking the ball or you keep running it. And, you know, as we can see, a running quarterback can make you up a lot of points very quickly. So, yes, but I, I can't really see a world where I wouldn't have another quarterback I feel just safer with, even if Lamar Jackson maybe has a little bit of an upside. So, I'm trying to think of who would be out or hurt or or something of that nature. I mean, if you had Joe Flacco, for some reason you were starting him. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I guess I don't see a world where no. someone doesn't have a quarterback <laughs> that they wouldn't start. There really isn't many many of those are out there, is there? You'd have to be in a deep league. So, or a two-quarterback league, but, obviously. But quarterback-wise, let's look for some streaming options. Okay, so this week, um, Dak against Atlanta. Dak, okay, much as we don't maybe think the guy is great, his last four games, I mean, he's not going to probably kill your game, kill your week. He's had 33, 22, 18, 23. That's fine. That's pretty decent. And he's going against Atlanta, who has been bad. They really have been pretty bad against quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield just had a pretty good week against them. So Dak's, I think, a pretty decent option. I really do. Um. Okay, if if Joe Flacco were to play, going against Cincinnati is actually a good play. It really would be a good play for Flacco if he played. I mean, he, Cincinnati's been really bad. They have been. I mean, he did put up almost twenty two on them uh, earlier this year when they were playing 
yeah pretty decent yep so yeah it probably would be but i mean i guess that comes back to it if he doesn't play <laughs> it is if Cincinnati. He though, I would see. There's. I, I'd rather I'm trying to think who else though. Marcus Mariota. He's had a few good games in a row for you. Or you just lost trust. You can't. He has not built the trust back with you, has he? No. He's going to put up one of those four point two. Yeah. I. He actually very much worries me. I. I know people are going to hate me for saying that. I mean, Dallas and New England. He did well. He got a couple touchdowns. They definitely look better coming out of that bye. They have. And you're going against Indianapolis, who I'm not overly you know impressed with defensively but that would be a selection where i might go lamar jackson because i think he has that kind of upside if yeah i mean we just don't know what he is well we don't we have no idea i'm, I'm definitely putting he's not know, he's, he's gonna get some run he's gonna get some rush no, here, so he's gonna yeah, make it so he's worthwhile that's what i'm thinking like i i don't see a world where he could play as poorly as mariota could play yeah and we've seen mariota get less than 10 a lot this year. And I know he's had the last three games have been fine. But before that, he was terrible besides for one game. Yep. Absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't really have much more. Fun waiver wire week 11. Well, I, actually, no, I, I keep getting on this Lamar Jackson kick because if you are looking for 40% or under, right? Yeah. Say you're in, like, yeah. I'm going to name a few guys, right? So Eli Manning. Oh, God. Would I'm, you do Lamar I, Jackson I just, or Eli? I would just play, play, play Lamar. Okay. Derek Carr. Let's see. Derek Carr gets Arizona. Seven point three, seven point nine. Oh, last God, two games. So bad. I probably just play Lamar Jackson because <laughs> yeah. Lamar Jackson's going to get that probably rushing. Yeah. God, I probably would. Mar- Marcus Mariota, which is a legit I, question. I think I have to go with Mariota. Go Mariota. I think he's been playing well enough. And then obviously Dak. Okay, so that that's kind of the line. You would go Dak. Obviously. I would go. I would go Dak. Yeah. And okay, Blake Bortles what should have a Al- good. What about Alex Smith? He hasn't been over twenty. I would. Since I would go week three. I'd go Lamar. Yeah. I don't. Alex I, Smith okay. Is just so a, it's it's kind of tough. I mean, I can see a world, but if you don't have, I mean, there's got to be what 12, 15 quarterbacks above him. But yep. If those are all taken, I yeah. I definitely see a world where I would play him. Yeah. I can I can see it. Yeah, man. And I'm crazy, right? I he, he it's just the it's the unknown is kind of intriguing, you know. He's a dynamic player, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. I, I kind of i I hope Flacco's out. I want to see Lamar Jackson and what he can do. I do too. So it's a, it'd be a good good team for him to play. But all right, I think that'll do it, and we'll be back tomorrow. Some more Week Eleven talk. I can't believe we're already to Week Eleven. This fantasy season has flown by, and I still don't have a playoff spot wrapped up in our main league. But you pretty much do, Jeff. So. Almost, almost. Pretty, pretty close. Yeah, it could all go wrong. That'd be a, just a very depressing, It'd be disastrous. So I, I got some work to do, but well, yeah. I don't a, see any. I don't see any waiver wire pickups to make to help me this week. No, that'd I be very it. interesting. I'd love to hear from everyone to see where they're at right now because either you have it wrapped up, or like me, or you have yeah. it like Craig, where it yeah. is a jumbled mess. It is, and he is fighting for his life because there's a few good teams over there in his division. So, yeah, yeah. I don't we'll know. See. We'll see. All right. That's it for today. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow.